0: It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's get back to You Better You Bet, presented by Bet MGM on the BetQL Network.
1: All right, welcome back. Jeremy Contone for Nick Casas. We're talking some PGA. Ken Barkley here as always. It's You Better You Bet right here on the BetQL Network brought to you by BetMGM. we got to welcome in our guests. We're going to welcome in J-Maz. We're going to talk some uh, more PGA with him, get his thoughts on everything going on in St. Jude. So, uh, James Mazzola joining us. And by the way, you can always give him a follow at J-Maz. That's two Z's, J-D. Uh, first off, how are you? And thanks for joining the program.
2: I'm doing great. Winding down the PGA Tour season, dog days of summer uh, for baseball, so this is going to be probably a pretty heavily bad event. I'm pretty excited
0: for it. James, you would be you'd be so proud of us. And I, uh, you know, I know you do a lot of podcasts. You do a ton of media. We usually have you on, and we we really haven't talked about the tournament at all that we're we're going to talk to you about. So you're kind of like the first chance we have to be like tell us about the course. Like tell us about this today with Jeremy and I hosting, and like Tyler was really in this tournament. We've actually spent 40 minutes like talking about (laughs) golf before having you on. So we've kind of given the primer a little bit more and would invite people to listen to those segments. Like here's the course we're playing. Here's the type of golfer. I really honestly just want to talk names and picks (laughs) with you and like what you like and, and who you want to bet on and how you kind of order guys. So of the, of the three, why don't we start with the three top guys, right? Every time they play, they're the three top guys, Scheffler, Rom, Rory. Scheffler, a pretty big favorite. Ramon Rory, like 8 to 1, 9 to 1 after that. Do any of those three golfers pique your interest? Or if not, why would you kind of fade them?
2: Yeah, you know, I, I love Scotty this week. I love him a lot of weeks. But this week in particular, obviously, you guys have hit on the fact that this is basically an approach uh, player's paradise. And he's putting together one of the most impressive approach uh, seasons, you know, since the peak Tiger Woods season. So, you know, this should fit him well. Sure, you guys also mentioned that these greens are not very difficult to putt. So a guy who has struggled putting should have just, you know, should be just right at home here um, on some relatively flat greens. Uh, three there's basically no three putts on these on these guys because they're relatively small, and he's a great ball striker. So I think he this is a deserved favorite. I think his number is correct. I, I, if I'm going to get exposure to Scotty, I'm just going to bet him top ten. I found him minus one forty, so that is a bet for me. Um, obviously, other than uh, the open, he's been just a top ten machine all, all season long. So I, I do make Scotty the, the the favorite here. Um, the other two, you know, I, I get, I, they're, they're they're amazing. They win. Nobody's going to be surprised. The market reflects that. I, I don't really know what, that, what else to say other than I do think that the course fits Scheffler the best, but I also think that the market is basically right on with these three guys because they have pretty much, you know, been competitive in the lion's share of the event, especially when they compete together.
1: Are, th- are there any long shots, and, and maybe I'm getting too far in the weeds here because we were talking about how top-heavy this thing could be, but anybody that piqued your interest that – um, maybe have a little bit more higher odds.
2: Yeah, my guy. This week in the long shot, uh, I bet uh, Corey Connors at seventy to one uh, this uh, this week already. He's just shown some good form. Ninth nice at Travelers, nineteenth uh, at, at the Genesis. I don't really care about the the Open. The Open's not really a quick Connors track to me. And again, I'm I'm just going to have a lot of bad butters on my card because these greens are so easy to putt. His short game is fine around the green. I mean, he's basically going to game strokes uh, off the tee, on approach, and around the green. We can just not that up. This is just a matter of. Can he just gain, like, one-stroke putting, two-stroke putting? I do think he is one of the premier guys. If you're going to go, like, top five, top ten ball strikers, um, you know, in, in terms of, like, a stroke, stroke game, ball striking statistic, combining off the tee and approach. Carter's is there. So, you know, you're getting a number at, like, the 70, 80 to 1 range on a guy who can, can, can strike the ball with any of these guys. It's Not a relatively long course, but you do have to stay in the fairway. Super important. And this guy gains fairways with the best of them. Um, and so, you know, if, if it does turn into an iron contest, Greg Garner's at 78-1, and he's got wins on the um in his profile. So uh, he's my favorite guy, long shot, uh, in, in that range.
0: So, James, I think if you, uh, you hit on some stuff that we hit on as well, thought you put it really well in terms of what you're looking for. T- Tyler was really funny when he came on. He was basically like, you know, approach is more important this week than every week, and you just can't be a miserable putter. Like, you can be bad, you just can't be, like, really, really bad. So I think you kind of – obviously, I think we're kind of on the same page, at least in terms of a profile of golfer we're looking for. So you brought up approach. And I think, you know, just looking at a lot of the content that's out there, there's a lot of golfers that are going to be really popular with the idea that like tee to green and especially approach are really valuable, right? So Colin Morikawa, a guy that you bet on all the time, Victor Hovland, Tommy Fleetwood, like these are like kind of your best of the best iron players historically. Do any of those like kind of the first, Tyrell Hatton, like I think those are the first names that come to mind, like how Zala Torres did last year. Any of those guys interesting to you, kind of those best of the best like strokes gain approach players?
2: Yeah, I bet Hovland and Morikawa. So you're basically taking the words out of my mouth right there. But I will it. say this. The reason why I bet those guys is because I just have them rated basically the same as Xander and Cantlay. And we're getting, you know, 20 to 1s on them, whereas Xander and Cantlay are, are in the 14, 15 range. So, you know, it, it just by just pure numbers basis, you know, power rate-wise, I have them all in the same group, and we're just getting a better number. Now, if it was flipped, you know, it, it, I don't care about the names. I would just be on the other two guys, right? Also, you know, Morikawa, along with um, Alexander and Cantley hasn't really shown an acumen to win much lately. Uh, Hovland, on the other hand, you know, he has with that win at Memorial. His first big boy win, which I love to see come into to a big boy tournament. So I just have them all the same, and we're looking at, you know, uh, two, and they're all, you know, relatively the same when it does come to ball striking where, you know, you have Morikawa a little bit above in terms of iron play, but, you know, what he does have in iron play, he does give away to the other two who are rated, lower, rated uh, higher excuse me, in, in the market uh, uh, around the green, guys will miss fairways this week. So, you know, maybe that's why you have that number. But, you know, to me, it was just a, a pure numbers play, not necessarily a ball striking play. But, again, Cantlin and Jander could do it with those guys any day of the week. I just don't like the press. So, um, I did bet Hovon. I did bet Morikawa. And then the other guy in that range that I love is Ricky Fowler. Um, you know, he's basically turned into the old Ricky, where he's just hitting every fairway, hitting every green, and actually learned how to putt again. You know, obviously, we know about the win at the Rocket. Uh, and that was kind of a win that we we all saw coming. I mean, he had just played so well throughout the season. I like the fact that he has a break after the Open. Um, you know, he's he's basically played every single tournament because he had to to keep his cards right. He's basically on the on the uh, precipice of losing it. So a guy who has a little bit of a break shows shows that he can finally get back in the winner's circle. And on and honestly, his his approach stats are right there with all of those guys. And you know, for him, we're looking at thirty-five to one. So um, those those are the three guys, and I think it's just more of a price play rather than it is a, a skills play.
1: Talking to James Mazzola here uh, on You Better You Bet, breaking down some PGA now. Uh, J-Bez, what, what about uh, Hideki? Can I bet him this week? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Good luck. I mean, you can. <laughs> I, don't, I don't mind. I mean, uh, no. <laughs> so we're looking at Hideki 50-1, to 1, right? And I looked at Decky and I'm just like, man, this is, I just, just want to fade him. I really do. But then when you do think about the course fit – for just Decky. we've we've seen Decky forever. There's no, nothing like new. he's not going to show us anything new, but we can. He can't just come out here and gain ten strokes on approach, actually not lose-stroke putting and win. And we're getting him in the 50 range. Guy who has, you know, I love the guys who who show the pedigree of, of, of a winner. The problem is, is he's missed two of his last four cuts. Uh, last time out, he couldn't get a chip in the air, and he hasn't been able to putt at all. So, I, I mean, the, the, you know, I want to have a little bit. I want a guy who can at least break even buddy. I'm not sure if Decky's there or not. And then, you know, you always have the problem with Decky if he's going to you know, have, a, have a wrist injury, have a hip injury, and just completely WD out of the thing. But I do think that's built into a price a little bit. 50, 60 to 1, I would, I would think about taking a little nod because we're used to seeing him in the 30s to 40s. So I'm not, I don't hate it. I definitely like him a lot better than some of the guys in, in that 50, 60 to 1 range. Um, but generally speaking, I think Decky's the guy that I will stay away from, although, you know, I'm not going to be surprised if, he does, if he's successful this week.
0: James, there's a, a couple guys who qualify for this. I never quite know what to do with someone like the tournament after they win a tournament because you feel like, you know, these guys like grind all year, especially guys who don't win very often. And then they like hit a huge paycheck and maybe a major even. And like, that's like a big deal. And I just never it's not that they have to play poorly the next week. Maybe that gives them confidence and they play well. It just feels like such a wild card, right, to try to figure out how different golfers are going to respond differently after they win. So like Lucas Glover. Has been the most insane golfer for like five weeks. Mentioned the top five in like every tournament. He wins last week, and now he's here. And I kind of like him again. And I don't really know what to do. And Brian Harman won the open. And now he's here. I don't know what the hell that's gonna look like. Like he just won a major. Uh, So just those two guys, specifically Glover and Harmon, like coming off wins into like a big tournament, like a big boy tournament, you called it with so many good golfers. Do you you have a read on either of those guys? Are you just passing? Because who knows? What about those two guys, Harmon and Glover, both off wins?
2: So, I think both both are veterans, right? And so, you know, these guys are are used to just the grind of a PGA Tour. I mean, they've been on tour since before I even bet the PGA Tour, right? So, I think, you know, when it comes to, you know, the the, the back bounce winners, like the younger guys I feel like probably have a little harder. I mean, let's be real. After I went a golf tournament, I have no idea what would happen. I might not even be alive, right? So, yeah, I can only imagine what the young 22-year-old, 23-year-old is doing the week after. These guys are just pros, though. And so, you know, for, for Glover in particular, you know, I do lo- – I mean, he's, he fits this to a T, don't get me wrong. But I'm looking at a matchup. Well, you can get him at plus one hundred eight over Greo, and don't get me wrong—the course does fit Griot rather well as well, and he had, has had some good form. But I, you know, at, at a plus uh, plus one hundred eight, one hundred eight, plus one ten number, I love backing Glover right in that spot. You don't necessarily obviously need him to win, maybe a top twenty as well. Harmon, you know, I, I think that Harmon is the kind of guy who, you know, winning your first major—that's that's pretty awesome. I, and he was playing really well going in, so a lot of guys were on him. Honestly, I, I, I'm, I'm not going to be backing Harmon. I'm actually going to fade Harmon because I want action on Wyndham Clark, another guy coming off a pretty awesome uh, summer who's played wonderful golf. Minus 125, I, again, I don't, I don't like Clark to necessarily win his golf tournament, but, you know, what has Harmon been doing for the last two weeks after winning a major? I think it's a little different. I winning your first major rather than winning, you know, a, a little bit of a, a random tournament last week. Harmon will be a guy that I'll fade more because – I like Clark. His game fits this perfectly. Putter, driver off the tee, you know, off the tee is, is super accurate, and he's long. And he's shown, you know, over the summer to have awesome irons. So I'm going to go ahead. And I'm going to back. Uh, I'm going to back Glover just because of that plus price against Rio. I'm going to fade him, uh, Clark. Uh, I'm going to fade Harmon with William Clark mostly because I want some action on Clark.
1: Yeah, and j looking at, uh, you know, just course history and how some of these guys have played it, was there was there anything that, that really stood out to you? Because I know uh, it was something big that uh, Ken was breaking down, just looking at that as well. Was was there anything looking at this that you said, this is a guy that I have to have something on because he's played here before and played well?
2: Yeah, you know, a guy that, that I, I've been kind of off and on with all year long is Sam Burns, and I, I think you know, this is a golf course where Sam Burns should thrive. Uh, we all know what he does on Bermuda. You know, he does have a nickname, Bermuda Burns, right? Um, and he's a guy who has, uh, you know, shown some some uh, pretty, good, pretty good finishes here. Obviously losing in a playoff here to Abraham Hintzer in 2001, followed that up with a T20. So Burns is a guy, course history-wise, that probably, you know, he's a guy that I've, I've, I've uh, you know, faded a lot this year. But because of that course history, I'm at least not fading him. I'm definitely going to, I'd like to find a, a way to back him. And look, Harry English is interesting. He's the only guy in this entire field who's actually won here, right? You know, a lot of guys. You know, over in the live, or or obviously, talented tourists who uh, have one here, who are not, uh, you know, making this uh, performance or making this showing. But you know, if you're, you're coming off the 33rd, the Wyndham didn't really do much well, other than six strokes on approach. I think that's important. Can we carry that over for another week? And obviously, has had success on the course. He's number one for me in uh, in, in course history, uh, the course history, strokes game course strokes game course history. So I think those are two guys that I would, you know, normally guys that I probably would be kind of stay off. Now you know. With, with that being said, I probably would be looking to maybe back them in some kind of a head to head. I'm not sure they're going to be able to get a win again. A lot of that this golf course has always had awesome fields. Got about ten seconds, super, J-Maz, super Sorry. Field, right? Yeah.
0: yeah. Go ahead,
1: James. maz appreciate the time. Yeah, we're up against it, man. I'm so sorry. I, I gave you a loaded question to finish that off. So thanks so much for joining us. We've got YBYB Jeopardy coming up. More golf, Ken. We got a lot to get to, and then the Power Hour after all that. Stay tuned at You Better You Bet right here on the BetQL Network, brought to you by BetMGM.